using that shock pad on my back again. It's yeah. Real, it's real fucked up. I told you about that when we did Carboys yesterday, right? Yeah, you were zapping yourself. So it's got bit. this remote control where I can control, I guess, the voltage. Mm-hmm. And I keep turning it up, and I'm like, ah, God, that's the- that's so rough. That must be as high as it goes. And then I'm like, well, I gotta know. And oh so my I God. Pre- and then I press it again. I'm gonna try. It. Right now, I'm on like the fourth level, and it's like a lot. I'm gonna see if I can crank it up to number five. And just I'm worried. See. You- Do you think maybe you're getting addicted? Oh yeah, no, it does go higher. Oh my God. Why are you? What? Did, why are you doing this to yourself? Should I take it up to six? I think you kind of have to at this point, right? You need to know. I don't know if it's going to be good audio. It's, it's a lot. All right, let's try. Here, let's get the click noise in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it keeps going. Okay, I got to turn it down. Stop, stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop. I went up to seven. I'm going to turn it back down to four. That's a good place to be. Fuck. Wow. That's a lot of electricity, though. I think four would have seemed high to you a few days ago. But now that's you just need four to now feel I anything. Now I know it goes up to seven. Wow, I'm like, ooh, I'm shaking a little bit. I got those. I got that Scott Bayo zapped powers. Well, and I've heard that like on a lot of other podcasts, they do that to kind of get get their energy flowing and get started at the beginning of an episode. They just do a quick zap. Yeah, little, I'm like, I'm like half podcast now. Little bump of the electric. Yeah, because you've you've got it running through your veins in a way. Ooh man, I'm just so excited for Deus Ex to come out next week. I just want to fucking feel it. You're augmenting yourself. I just got this aug going. Um, let's uh, do the podcast. I think we might actually technically be in it. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, welcome to Cool Games Inc. I'm Nick Robinson. I'm Griffin McElroy. Um, how's it how's it going, Griffin? What's what's new with well, you? Well, I mean, week? I had to go to Walmart to buy a fucking like electroshock paddle that oh. 80 year, years olds use for their bad backs it's and, a walmart product and i'm not even a 30 year old man and i have to use an 80 year old man's back augs so not especially good not good <laughs> i guess right that's you're you're let's just say you're early you're quick to I'm it. early to it and so i put this thing on and i started baying myself and it's been good except now i don't understand like why text messages work i find myself agreeing with like everything that Clint Eastwood says and it's like damn I don't want to be here I see what's happening so a lot of you're saying a lot of the things that we correlate with being an older person just comes from the fact that they have to zap themselves with a zapper just to yeah just to keep their bad ideas going Mm -hmm. um how are you doing Nick I'm doing really well I'm excited for this week's this week's show how did we do with last week's show which wasn't the was not the barber game Mm -hmm. it was the game wasn't sabotage rally either it was the game where is anybody even sure what last week's episode was about it was homestuck i just remembered it that's right that's right house being in a house surviving in a house so did we run into any issues because we had a lot of people who when we announced what the title of the game was we had a lot of people who sort of emphatically told us that we'd made a mistake yes and i i haven't like i haven't jeeves it to figure out what those what those just nut bars were talking about yeah i so i asked jeeves about it and uh he he had a lot to say okay Um, it turns out there's a whole wikipedia article about About our about our video about our game already but a lot of the facts and details are wrong that's interesting Um, yeah so that's that's kind of a bummer and it's painful from a marketing perspective because even though the game sold extremely well good um it turns out someone actually did a whole kickstarter for our game and raised millions of dollars that's less good and I saw these complaints like, why has the game not come out? I think it was because we hadn't come up with the idea for it yet, which mm. can be a little a little confusing. But um, yeah, let's check out this Wikipedia article. Um, 
Yeah, I don't remember any of this. On October 16th, 2013, the Giga began. Okay, that's not a... I mean, 2013, I don't even think we were doing the... Were we doing the podcast back then? Was it this, but something that... It was different. It was like this thing, but it was different. <clears throat> yeah, I think it was called Speed Rundown. <laughs> um, <laughs> see. People are comparing our game to, uh, to, to Ulysses. To James Joyce's Ulysses? That actually works for I me. I kind of see that, yeah. Yeah, because each one is like, it's such a trial. And I, there's like harpies and there's mm-hmm. like a, um, there's like a, you know, just a lot of danger. There's a colossus that we killed, like a cyclops that we killed. Yeah, we're going to have to, um, I, maybe in our, our day one patch when the game comes out, we should add a bunch of the story content. Just pull kind of a, a No Man's Sky situation. Because it says here, upon uniting the new session, the kids and trolls enact a plan to finally create a new universe and defeat Lord English, a purportedly invincible villain threatening all of reality. Their plan is opposed by the Condis, a sinister former empress of the trolls now in service to Lord English, as well as a still dangerous Jack Noir, yeah, who also escaped from the original Doom session. That's Mad- all in the works, folks. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how this Wikipedia, I don't know, we must have a Julian Assange on our team. Somebody WikiLeaks all of our Somebody's plans. Wiki- leaking all of our stuff about there's, Terezi. there's out there's outside operatives just just drip feeding you our our think tank scrapings I, yeah i knew this shit this was gonna happen um I knew this game- sh- hey can i ask you something nick what? nick fucking robinson what because it's just the two of us trying to make some video games here Mm-hmm. And I don't think we let me look around. No, there's not a third guy here. So if there's one, if one of us is the assigned, if if one of us is a Snowden, I think you might be the Snowden in this situation. And here's why: I know it's not me. I know it's not me. Is there a third guy? Maybe there's a third guy. Is our stuff? Ta- is it, I haven't checked for taps. Like wiretapping? Mm. It's possible we could have someone. Uh, uh, in our system, we've I also mean, it's, been. It's probably having... it's Microsoft, right? They own Skype. They probably oh do. no, so it's probably this goes all the way to the top. Oh no! To... Did Snowden get Microsoft? And it's not even Snowden; it's Bill Gates's dad. Oh, Bill Gates Senior. <laughs> yeah, it goes once. Like you think Bill Gates is at the top of it, but no. That's yeah. a very um kind of a kind of a not exciting conspiracy theory like oh this goes all the way to the top one layer higher than bill gates is it's it's bill gates's dad yeah um you want to talk about some games isn't it weird how the guy that owns windows is named gates (laughs) it's like this and this is my partner jeff doors right it would be it'd be like if the founder of apple was named steve pears (laughs) I'm Jeff Oranges, and you just can't compare my stuff to this stuff. Compare. It's so... I've never thought about that, but it's like, hi, I'm Marsha Walls. (laughs) I'm I'm Greg Passageways. This point that you're making, and I'm going to be honest with you as a friend, Griffin, it's so stupid what you're saying. It's so dumb. This is not a good point. I like the one of the the blessing and the curse of podcasting is that you're not you don't have to see yourself bomb well, when you do this material. You know, when God closes a gate, he opens a <laughs> he <windows>. opens a windows. <laughs> two thousand, two thousand home edition. edition. All right, um, let's uh, get into the shit, huh? Okay, Sorry, um, I've got this zapper is just like really just vaulting through me right now. It's providing right. me with comedy juice. It's my it's, comedy og. It seems like you've got kind of some dark. Uh, what's it called when you're you got dirty electricity running got, through you? Yeah, dirty power. Yeah. All right, um, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Come here's on. one I I really like. Uh, 
from Trevor J. Mitchell, TJM613 on Twitter. It's a f- two photographs of an NES cartridge. Uh, and the submission is this copy of Casino Kid for the NES I found at a thrift store once. And it's a copy of the NES game Casino Kid. And it's got like 21 poker, blackjack. Uh, but written on it in red Sharpie is the word death going down both sides of the cartridge and then like a pentagram, some upside down crosses. Then on the back of it, and this, I'm assuming it's Sharpie. It could be blood. It says death is but a door. Time is a window. Good Lord. <laughs> I, I'm be back. Maybe that, wait, maybe that says I'll be back. That makes more sense. And then what another, an innocuous video game for that to be all up on. On Casino Kid. Um, well, hold on. Can I, I'm going to be honest with you. I grew up on the Sega Genesis. I don't okay. know what Casino Kid is, Casino but Casino Kid think- was neat. It was like a, t- if you looked at it, it kind of looked like a top down, um, almost like Final Fantasy, uh, style game. Um, but where you're just like walking around a big, big, big casino and you could talk to people, but then you could play games. And when you start playing games, then it turns into, like blackjack and poker and I'm all gonna, that stuff. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little uncomfortable with the idea. Who was behind this game? Because the, the idea of a kid in a casino feels like kind of a Joe Camel situation where they're, maybe the kids don't need to be in a casino. Maybe yeah. the kids should not be gambling. Maybe kids shouldn't and- be there, though. Um, this is a very true story that is going to sound fake, but you got to go with me here. Okay. Uh, Justin once bought, I think it was Justin, bought a copy of Mario Paint. At uh-huh. a garage sale. And um, when he brought it home, I may still... I've got to check after this. And if if I do still have it, I swear I will post um, like a, a picture of the cartridge. But this cartridge had scratched into the plastic, like deep grooves scratched into the plastic of the cart. Uh, the letter C and then my video. Um which see my video so you, you can make videos in mario paint right little animations. yeah little animations and so when we plugged it in it was just a butt spraying diarrhea <laughs> and i, I wish i wish i i i feel like there was a long time that passed between the acquisition of the cartridge and the playing of the cartridge which i'm thinking about it like i don't know why i wouldn't have sleuthed it out like immediately after getting the cartridge home maybe it was like a bulk sale because i think like i think i only watched this video like uh, in like 2005, long after the, the game fuck? had been released, but it was like I, straight up die die. Were you trying? Were you trying to give yourself kind of like a J.J. Abrams mystery box situation where you're like, it's more fun not to know what the video is because I feel like if if you let that mystery fester for decades, it would be it would. It's one of those rare instances where it would actually the payoff would be worth it. The idea of a butt diarrheaing everywhere that was yeah. just sitting latent on this cartridge for for eons is that's a of, lot. It's beautiful. It's poetic. Um. Uh, don't play this cartridge, please. Throw the cartridge away. Yeah, this is a creepy pasta waiting to happen. What yeah, you, this what? is like that. It's like that awkward, the the Majora's the, uh, mask. Majora's mask thing. Which the, now that I think about it, my Mario Paint story is also like that. But with right, less it's the Ben dead. drowned in diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um. Hey, I got one here. What do you have? Um. Sent in by uh, Sarah Neon. Thank you. Uh, Sarah, and it's uh, it says uh, a cooking game. Which, if you hear that and recoil, fuck you. It's been like five months since we've done a cooking game. A cooking game where you can pay extra to have the dish you made in the game delivered to you. Oh fuck yeah! I'm way into that. Yeah, I'm super into it. So like, we're gonna need a brick and mortar location. I think maybe we just open this thing up. It, I mean, it'd have to be in San Francisco, right? I'm about like, to say yeah. We do a soft launch in San Francisco and maybe like New York, but Austin. Uh, maybe if we can get this going by March, get it in mm-hmm. for the South by crowd. I think that'd be good. Oh, they would um, love it. Yeah, they would love it. But then like, it's, so it's a cooking game. I think in the style of job simulator where it's just like burger, 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 spaghetti on it, and then you're like 3D print that shit for me. 
Um, and then they 3D print it, and then they bring you, they like show up to your door. And I think you, I think the delivery person has to know what they're delivering, mm-hmm. so that you can get that like, here's your spaghetti burger. Okay. Yeah. So does that? How far does this go? Because I'm imagining. A, I don't. I don't even know that I want it to be 3D printed. I want there to be a, a room full of chefs who have to actually prepare it the way you. Oh prepared yeah. It. So, you got to get the full Domino's pizza tracker experience. Like I want actually a webcam in there to see them be like, what are we making? A, a spaghetti burger. I, you want me to grill this burger on high for seven hours <laughs> and just keep putting out the fire over and over and over and over? You want me to smash two coffee mugs into your soup? Okay. okay. All right. It's going to be a lot of – I feel like we're going to have a really high turnover for chefs in this place. It's just going to be a lot of – like I'm, I'm imagining for some reason a classical Italian pizza man chef going like, well, all right. And then a week later, he's just like, I can't do this anymore. And two, then we get a new one. Two things, though, and they kind of contradict each other. The first is I think we could charge whatever the fuck we wanted to for the oh, physical yeah. food. Like because I think the novelty – like I'm saying like $50 for the burger and people will pay for it because it's like I made this. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, but I didn't, but I did. I didn't, but I did, but I didn't, but I did. Um, but I think the problem we're going to run into is there's just so many ways to just add deadly things to your food while you're cooking it in the virtual space. And then if they I, they got to put that stuff in, like they have to smash the coffee mugs into the tomato soup, right? Or else it's like, no, you didn't do what I wanted. Send it back. Right. I'm not, Griffin, pay, I'm not I, paying for this. If, if you're worried about, I don't. I, if you're saying you're worried about legal recourse, I'm, no jury of twelve of our peers is going to convict us when the case is. Oh yeah, this guy ha- asked for a burger with rat poison in it, and then we gave it to him, and then he ate, ate it, it and died. Like that's not. But it's no one's going to convict us the, for that. It's like a, it's like an assisted killing. I think I think it's a moral gray area. I don't know. I think we have a pop-up at the beginning of the game that's like, burger don't. death was created by a team from a variety of backgrounds and <laughs> a, also a team who dissuades all all ownership of anything you do. These burgers are for display only. I don't know why it's burgers we're now. Different, but <laughs> we're of different nationalities, religions, uh, and, uh, and rat uh, poison tolerances. Creeds. Yeah, so just don't even worry about it. Um, that's a good idea. I like that idea. I like it because, I mean, like, I know in Halo 5 they have this feature where you can, uh, there's a website that'll just 3D print a little action figure of your, your little Halo man or Halo lady. Like, they'll, they'll take your custom outfit in Halo and print it as that figurine and give it to you, which is a, a cool idea. I feel like I walked past the booth where they were doing that, like, two G- GDCs ago, and they looked a little bit like doo-doo if you got the little tiny three-inch versions. But I love that idea of taking something out of a game and, and bringing it into reality. I want more of that. And you're right. We can charge through the through the nostrils for it. <laughs> um, I've got an idea here that I that I'm also really fond of. Okay, throw it uh, at me. This comes from Cody Pinnock, no Cody P on Twitter. Uh, Cody says <laughs> a remake of a game that never existed in the first place, also with tacked on multiplayer, farmed out to another studio. So for Griffin, for for this remake of Thuds, uh, everyone uh, remembers th- Thuds. Thuds. Yeah, you know, remember the classic PC shareware shooter Thuds with. T- two d's yeah <laughs> everyone everyone loved thuds and we really want to make sure we're respecting the thuds like legacy uh with this game um but we want to reboot the multiplayer to make it very contemporary we want to add loadouts um and booster packs gotta have those gotta have those um but for the campaign we really want to we went back to the drawing board and we were like what are the main three things everyone loved about thuds griffin Oh man, um, I mean, there's the hidden sex scenes, right? And those obviously are coming back in a big way. In a big way, they're not hidden anymore. They're, I mean, there's a waypoint that leads you to them. Just a big, uh, 
kind of the S on the mini map. But you got to get the booster pack for the waypoint. Right. It's all the nudity. Uh, so we, we're going to have all, bring back all the sex scenes. Hidden sex scenes, yeah. Um, and then I think the other thing that people remember, it's got to be that 4-bit soundtrack. People just loved it. People really, really enjoyed that. And then, of course, Griffin, the classic enemy. The, the <laughs> so so iconic in the Thuds experience. Everyone remembers them. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, it was Deuteronomy. Yep. Deuteronomy. The, bu- the, bi- the book of the Bible. The book of the Bible. And at the time, it was very controversial. But that's like a, that, that was like a bit, yeah, but it was just a name. Right. And it was like stylized like Deuteronomy. D-U-D-E. Yeah. So I don't and know that the, I don't know that it's actually going to like be as relevant in 2016. Been, I see what you're saying. Well, it's been 26 years. Can you remind was Deuteronomy one character or was it all, the name of all the enemies was Deuteronomy? Well, no, I mean, all the enemies were named after books of the Bible, just kind of mm-hmm. stylized to be cooler. Right. Well, they're obviously they're the Ephesians at the end. There's T-Rexidus. <laughs> T-Rexidus. But you, were col- you weren't killing them. You were like collecting them. Mm-hmm. Kind to- of like a... Banjo-Kazooie uh, puzzle piece Well, situation. more of like a Bart's Nightmare, but with uh, Books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So. This game was really controversial at the time. Are you, How worried are you about blowback? Um, There was Cavillations. Ke- it was like Kevin. It was like a guy named Ke- Kevin, but Revelations also. How mm-hmm. worried am I about blowback? Not at all, because I don't think many people are going to get invested in the game. Uh, do you think there's some way, and no bad ideas in spitballing, could we get because there is the book of the bible ezra okay oh you think better than ezra would do the soundtrack maybe yeah maybe that wasn't your idea though sorry i stepped on it it's okay i was thinking the vampire weekend guy but we can do whatever you want i guess as usual okay all right yeah yeah my my i think my one will do a little bit better because better than ezra i think has a little bit more heat right now than than vampire weekend maybe we get better than ezra to do covers of that great four bit soundtrack too that would be good lots of good stuff in this idea i'm glad we talked about it together me too um how about this one from jeremy medina jeremy r medina on twitter locked down that name well (laughs) done well done jeremy uh jeremy says fighting game where the only two characters are steve urkel and stefan Urkel's alternate self. Don't, first of Thanks. all, thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, you, you don't need one. to fucking explain to us who Stefan Urkel is. What kind of two-bit operation do you think we're running here? Um, so uh, what I would really enjoy about this game, I think we'd have very limited mechanics vis-a-vis dive kick. Um, and, and very limited roster, by which I mean just the two mm-hmm. folks. And I think maybe there could, you could get a booster pack cheat code and since there's no mechanics in the game and only two characters with a secret third character that we'd hide in the booster packs i think like 99 percent of the booster packs you tear them open and there's nothing inside or counterpoint Counterp- you tear open you tear open the booster packs and it's just like nine stefans and three stevens <laughs> like <laughs> there's a rare it's an extremely rare drop to get a third who would the third character be stephine and this would be when he's sort of mid-transition they like car um they yank um, him out of the machine yeah carl winslow opens up the machine door and you see him and he's got like three arms and half a pair of glasses and he's like me back. again griffin i feel like you're the one with the big ideas and i got to kind of dial it back and make it realistic for our resources i think to save money on modeling it we yeah. just take half the steve urkel and half the stefan urkel models yeah. and splice them together right down the but middle but not but not right no see i agree with you up to right down the middle i think we do do them halfway but i don't think we got to do it right at the old prime meridian 
I guess you're right. I guess that's too too obvious. What, how do you want to do it? We could go diagonal. We could go. I think a diagonal, but you also tilt one of them sort of ninety degrees to the left, maybe, so it's sort of folded in on itself. Maybe we do it straight. That like we're cutting a, a slice of sandwich bread, right? So the front half is Steve Urkel, but basically good. the ass is Stefan, <laughs> and that's good. it. Like he's got Stefan's butt. But I, but I'm saying we could also fold it in on itself, so it's two asses, kind of like the car crash man. You're saying, you're saying, okay, we've got a lot of submissions about the man designed to survive a car crash. You're saying we make a Steve Urkel version of that, where it's Stefan's butt and Steve's butt, mm-hmm. and no face, the yeah. back of both of their heads. Uh, Just, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can do so much fun stuff with rotation, right? Like, you could do face and face, but you turn one of them 180, so it's just kind of like a push-me-pull-you situation. Mm-hmm. I'm still team uh, no face, all butts, just the two backs of the head no matter what we end up with they're not going to be a good fighting fighter well let's i mean i don't know about that because if if they really are back to back then that means that the fingers because we got to get really down to the details here the fingers are going to be able to bend either way it's going to be super duper double jointed in an extreme way um, um, what I really like about this idea, though, without before we got into this weird body horror segment mm-hmm. is like sometimes, Griffin, I feel like this podcast is a Ouija <laughs> board that we both put our hands on and it always ends up going to just sure. the most disturbing, yeah, fucked sure. up body. But, but, but before we got there, I had this idea of like, how nice would it be if there's a fighting game with just the two characters? And it's like, which one are you like, ah, dude, Urkel? definitely stefan or kelv like for life stefan me too i'm team stefan but then there'd be like a rivalry of people who's like no urkel's obviously the better one he's got a higher guts rating right like a ken and ryu situation if they were the only two characters in the game exactly i like that i like that it's a little simple for us griffin i think we've earned enough cachet as artistes that i think we can i'm we can... but i'm okay with this being kind of a simple one because our past few have been like so ambitious so high-minded yeah you're right you're and right. i we don't want to i don't want to shoot the cannon indoors I see what you're saying. Speaking of shooting cannons indoors, check out Carboys on oh, YouTube. Car it's a new it, series. When's episode four getting up? Because something happens uh, in episode four that is maybe the hardest I've laughed making a YouTube video. Uh, I is that? Are we going to put that in four or five? I think that'll be. It'll be in either four or five. But uh, there will be a new episode of Carboys by the time you hear this. Good, um, good, good. So look forward to that. Uh, speaking of Carboys, uh, here's a suggestion. Um, somebody said it was it was McKinley Wyman on twitter who said hey let's put that in a particle accelerator if you're not watching carboys on youtube me and griffin's new series about just really fucking up cars it takes place within this game called beamng.drive uh and that game's physics is a really robust soft body physics model that the minute you do anything outside of the bounds of reality uh the universe unfolds and like it's rough and and amazing it's like the best game um, I so desperately need to get into it. Um, Let's put that in a particle accelerator is should be the name of the game because we're seeing objects turn into just enormous 300 foot beams of metal that shoot into the sky. Yeah. Like, well, they're more rays of metal because they don't have an end. They have one end point. They right. Have an, they have an, an, an initializer, but no end point. So it's they like just someone... go on forever. Um, I like so I, I imagine like a large hadron collider situation Mm -hmm. but let's like take the dumb stupid little like you built a dope ass machine that can fire shit at the speed of light into other shit and all you're putting in there is just dumb little particles just a tiny tiny baby particle fuck that put like a golf ball and an apple in there and just like yeah there's a game by the people who made uh world of goo where you're just little inferno did you Mm. ever play little inferno oh yeah absolutely i love that game yeah so i'm imagining a little inferno but for particle accelerators where basically we give the player access to a particle accelerator and they just unlock more and more objects they can put into it and see how it reacts yeah and maybe i mean you probably discover new 
stuff along As the way, a, yeah. right? Like you would get some good science out of that. But I just want to see like, man, I mean, you know how I am with that channel about the hydraulic piston that just like smooshes up things. That's like, I want that, but I, just with a little bit more science on it. Yeah. I'm imagining something where you can, uh, maybe a mechanic where you can put two objects in it at a time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, I got one here and it's from Wade Linevaugh. Uh, thank you, Wade. And I don't want to just hem myself in here because I know we just talked about Family Matters for quite a while. But just sort of to dip back into that milieu, um, pers- Wade says, Persona 6, but in the high school from Saved by the Bell. And, I mean, it can't just be at Bayside High. Like, it's got to be Zach, AC, Slater. No one ever calls him AC. You ever think about that? Everybody always calls him AC Slater. You know, I've never thought about that. Now I'm thinking about it. Mr. Belding would be there, just mm-hmm. like stirring up trouble. And then Kelly and Lisa Turtle and Screech. Doug and Trio. Doug Trio. <laughs> Mr. Mime, obviously, would be a big part obviously, of it. Obviously, would be a very important sort of member of it. I think um, it's important to get Chansey in there. Blue Eyes, White Dragon, totally. Right. Uh, the, his grandpa, the Yu-Gi-Oh guy's grandpa, he's an important character. He gets sent to hell pretty early on. Okay, so but that- just let's... I, I was hoping that maybe we could spend some time sort of associating say by the Bell characters with okay. the, like, tarot card categories. All right, Grim, can you take off the headphones for a second? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here I go. All right, thanks. Okay, so listen, guys. I, I think that AC I, Slater would be like the Yosuke. I can't hear what you're saying, but I think okay. you're also just saying this stuff at the same time. All right, so guys, AC Slater would be guys, like I don't know anything Amura. about Saved by the they Bell. Like I think I watched like two episodes one. maybe when and then I was Kelly Kapowski, extremely young. I think would be uh, so this lovers, segment is going to be a lot of me. Sometimes I find that it's important. Griffin wants to talk about like a 90s sitcom. You just kind of, you got to let him go. So I'm just going to entertain him. would be the chariot. I don't know what I'm talking about. sort of like the GA That's why. So just bear with me. I'm going to try to fake it till I make it. Griffin, Griffin, you Put the headphones back on. Which one was Teddy? Griffin. Hey. Hey, put, put the headphones on. back on. We're Do you remember which one Teddy was? Uh, he was the one in the classroom, right? Well, which ter- which Ar- Arcana? Mi- uh, <laughs> Wait. Mr. Belding would be temperance mm-hmm. or death. And what, when you get the social link all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Belding, you talk to him. He's like, hey, Zach, thanks for coming in. It was really good to see you. I, I appreciate how much hard work you've been putting into your studies lately. And then it's like social link foreign. And then the death, death. card appears. Does like, his arc, Mr. Belding. Do, do you think his arc ends in like you going to the hospital with him over and over? Like all those persona arcs do where you're just like visiting, yeah. visiting some random patient. He's got patient. a very sick grandma. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just, just don't know if I can keep being a principal to you kids anymore. I don't know how he has a grandma at his age. That's impressive. They're a, they're a, it's that good Italian living. Lots of olive oil and red wine. Anyway, sounds, I got a few. I got a funeral like to plan. It's pretty good. Because I'm saved by the bell. Can I in the in the Saved by the Bell universe? Who's the funky student? The funky student would be. Well, damn, you stumped me on that one. Like, I want to say Zach, right? He can stop time, and he's in a band. That's pretty funky. Screech might be a good option for that one, too. Although the funky student, I don't think, represented a persona. No, he didn't, but he did have a lot of riddles. Lots of riddles, yeah. Um, do you feel, you feel good? You got all your... Are you saved by the belt out? Yeah, I mean, that was my contractually obligated sort of Griffin idea <laughs> that Nick didn't give a fuck about, so right. I got that out of the way, and now we can move on. All right, perfect. I just uh, here's one. This is probably the densest submission I've ever seen uh, from my Mace M E Y S E L L on Twitter. 
who just says, take your pick. And it's four photos that all appear to be from the same mall and this mall is bonkers there okay. <laughs> there, there are th- there i'm gonna just read you the first one is th- uh the sign above a store that just says 99 my teeth the, so the number 99 and the words my teeth in all caps i'm actually going to tell you which of these four jumps out to you more and then we'll go with that the second one is some sort of uh store that sells t-shirts and they say things like, I pooped today, I'm in love with the cocoa, look like Barbie, smoke the Marley, which is an interesting That's one. That's an interesting one. Uh, just a regular, just a plain Nirvana shirt. Uh, Goku's Gym, which is like the Gold's Gym logo, but Goku's in it. Uh, there's one with just the poop emoji on it. This one says, you mad bro, which is very okay, good. Okay, none of these are funny. Like, these and aren't even secondhand funny. Kiss emoji, okay, anonymous so mask, move on to the pug next, life. What's the next sign say? The next one is a restaurant called Potato Corner, and it's got <laughs> it's got a little a cartoon potato who appears to have had like that Photoshop filter that makes something look like it's carved out of marble applied to him. He's very shiny okay. and extremely lumpy, and his smile is really fucking me up. I'm actually going to swipe away from it. Um, uh, actually, and again, the first one was ninety nine my teeth. 99 My Teeth, Potato it, Corner. You're not going to be able to beat 99 My Teeth. I don't give a fuck with the next one. Okay, well, what if I told you that the last one was called Toon Planet? <laughs> and it's a store that I'm zooming in. It appears to only sell Minecraft and Attack on Titan merch. How? Uh, is that legal? I don't know. That's all they have, though. Toon Planet. Okay. Um, I see a Five Nights at Freddy's doll. I see a lot of Betty Boop stuff. It seems just like a like if a Spencer's in a Hot Topic had a kid, yeah. and that kid sucks. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Dune Planet is. Um, oh, this doesn't seem good. Is it not? What is you? Th- Ninety nine. My teeth, though, huh? Is that still? Um, yeah, I mean that one's really good. I, I don't have literally any ideas about what that would be until unless we got into like sort of the DreamWorks Dental game again. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Don't we? But, do not want to even get close to that. What is it? I guess my question mm. is, what do you think when I say, "Hey, hey, Griffin, can you do me a favor? Will you ninety nine my teeth?" I mean, if you want me to get blue, Nick, what it sounds like is you're talking about sixty nining, but ninety nining, I think, is just spooning. Well, ninety nining would be two people because sixty nining is two people facing each other, but right. one's upside down. So ninety nining would be just two people just staring at each other, maybe running straight no, towards bud. each other. No, not that is not what that would be. That would be a nine reverse nine. A ninety nining would be a spoon. Look at the numbers next to each other. Type them Hold out on. in your browser. I'm going to need to. Let me just tear up some paper. I want to like draw a nine and then draw another nine. nine. Those, and then the, it's... it's the same fucking number. They can't turn and face each other. Hold on, I'm getting a pen. Why? Okay. Why? Why do you need proof of this? Six. No. Got a six here. Okay. And then I got a nine. Now, if I turn the nine upside down, oh, it's a lowercase b. So maybe it's a six b or a sixty six. Or if I turn both of these upside down, Griffin, it's a fucking ninety nine. Ah oh, man. Um, I have a. I like. Do you want to speed round it? Sure. Because uh, uh, I got one here from Kepix of the Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, whose Twitter name is Kpax with two X's. <laughs> okay. And uh, it's a picture submission, and I'm very angry about it because the submission is normal Guy Fieri, and it seems like somebody's just sort of photoshopped Guy Fieri here and oh, taken away I... some of his some of his more signature traits. His iconic. <laughs> his iconic Fieriisms. Yeah. Um, so there's, there is no facial hair whatsoever. He's wearing a, a just a very plain sort of fuchsia plaid shirt, and the hair just looks like any old hair. And I, what I hate about it is I now, I now have a new sort of base level 
mm-hmm. to work from to compare Guy Fieri against. So to to make this a video game, I, I'm picturing a game where it's Guy Fieri. It's an altered. It's an AU, a Guy Fieri AU, yeah. where he wasn't. He never became a chef. He he had just a normal life in Santa Rosa. Uh, just took a normal job, was a normal man, but there are constantly something's nagging at the back of his head, and it's like an almost a Truman Show situation where he can feel that something's off. He sees glimpses of the fact that he was meant for more. He knows that his destiny, that there's another world out there where he became the biggest, most important chef so in all of I, human I th- history. I think he actually started out as a businessman, like working for the California Pizza Kitchen or something like that, but he was mm-hmm. not behind the spatula. He was okay. not grasping the knife. He was grasping the pen. And you're 100% and sure you're not stuff. thinking of, you're certain you're not thinking of Reggie. Pretty sure. Because you might be thinking of Reggie Fizami. <laughs> I don't think I'm thinking of Reggie Fismi. I think you know, I think I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of Guy Fieri. And I think he just was a businessman first and he didn't cook. And then it, like he saw I think he was working for like um like a tombstone pizza or something like that and he was just like making pizza decisions but not making like on the spot ground level pizza decisions but he thought like you know I'm so good at this thing I could do the other thing too and I think that's where some of his behaviors started to form so i think in this au he never got the bug to actually make the pizzas right he just stayed all business on he the was business just making the big big picture God, are decisions there, are there photos of business fieri though like old og fieri like yeah i'm gonna search guy fieri 1997 yeah like when was his when did he lock down the look guy um, i'm gonna search for guy fieri young 1997 got me no results i'll search 1990s guy fieri Guy Fieri. Young. Want to see oh. what Guy Fieri looked like when he was in a frat? Desperately. <laughs> um. Oh my God. He actually is like fuck photoshopping it. He's still he's been rocking the goatee for upwards of twenty years now. No, it's but been like, a grip. Yeah. But but he was still there was a subtlety to it that uh that is missing today. Look at look at how tasteful this pic of Guy Fieri is that I'm sending you. Please share it to me. I love that it's the URL for this image. If anyone wants to see it, is thebrazier.com slash wp hyphen content slash upload slash gallery slash awkward hyphen flashback hyphen chefs slash baby guy fieri dot jpeg. See, I think this is a good looking guy though. Like, it's the yeah, capital G or lowercase g. <laughs> a good looking. <laughs> um. Yeah, so what would the AU, would it be an adventure game? Would it be a cooking, like, it wouldn't be a cooking game, would it? It would be, this is really going to please the fans of Cool Games, Inc. who have shit to say about our fucking show, because this mm-hmm. will be a not cooking game. Right, it's, 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 we're kind of subverting everyone's expectations by making a game about Guy Fieri in another realm with this just disquieting feeling. He's like, this is not my beautiful <laughs> house. This is not my beautiful okay. pizza, pizza, pasta horse sauce i'm my 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 dude uh what is this it i googled guy fieri 1990s uh-huh the first result is a mean post about what he looked like when he was in a frat he did not have the goatee then he'd had long brown hair uh second is an urban dictionary for guy fieri uh the third one i think is actually this image this photoshopped guy fieri image the fourth result is the wikipedia page for the band smash mouth and that is not a lie okay somebody google bombed guy fieri <laughs> And didn't tell anyone, which I like. Oh, okay. I'm just going to read this whole paragraph now. In June 2011, a writer at Something Awful offered $20 if the band's lead singer, yeah, Steve... fucking Steve, eat the egg, Smash Mouth. Steve Harwell would eat 24 eggs. Yeah. Uh, others on the site and Twitter began offering additional sums, uh, eventually targeted to various uh, charities. In July 2011, Harwell accepted the challenge of fans would gather pledges of $10,000 for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. That's Steve Harwell. He's actually a super sweet guy. 
Um, the fundraising goal was reached in less than a week's time. A self-styled reality TV fan, Harwell requested that his friend, celebrity chef Guy Fieri, prepare the eggs. The event was held at Johnny Garlic's restaurant in Dublin, California, October 11, 2011, with about 150 people attending. Harwell was able to finish the eggs with the help of audience members, as well as the San Jose Sharks mascot, Sharky. $15,000 was raised for charity. So many things in that paragraph. Like, I could spend, I could write a fucking, like, a straight up Rush Limbaugh, like, let's dig into the conspiracy book about this single fucking paragraph of the Smash Mouth Wiki article. It's it's so good. It was one of those moments where just a full on through the looking glass like that. That to me, I remember seeing photos of of guy and his friend, the Smash Mouth guy. Yeah, uh, literally, well, he's you, the Smash and, Mouth guy. And those photos, by the way, were photoshopped because you cannot prove to me that they've ever been in the same room at the same time. Um, also, I like that you're like a, you've you've got kind of like an Avril Ravine was replaced in the 2000s conspiracy theory going, and that one's for real. Mm-hmm. I don't want to flat Earth you, but that one's definitely for sure. It has um, to be true. But also that Harwell didn't eat the twenty-four. He uh, he ate the twenty-four eggs with help of audience members as well as as well as the San Jose Sharks mascot Sharky. Okay, so you just hid them in a big foam costume then. <laughs> fucking cheated! You fucking cheated, guy! Cheated! You cheated! Not while guys, raising Steve. money for charity. Both fucker. of you cheated. You're both fucking into it and in, in, into this conspiracy. And yeah. I've got your name down in the books. And I spent way too much time. Like we definitely don't have the idea yet. And we spent way too much time talking about this. Are we maybe stalling because we don't have the idea by just being mean to to guy and smash I'm guy? I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. There has been zero Griffin opinion spoken in this bit. This is all. Just cold hard facts. Just facts. Fact. They didn't eat the eggs like they, they said they They didn't eat the would. fucking eggs. They hid them in a big costume. I'm imagining what that was like for the guy in the shark's Probably stinky outfit. and bad. Yeah, he was just like, God fucking damn. Eggs um, in here. Do you have any uh, more ideas? Because I actually have yeah, a few. Yeah, let's speed round it. Uh, okay. Here's one. Uh, Gendermatology on Twitter says, Two classic video game worlds collide in Shin Megaman, Megaman Tensei. <laughs> Shin Megaman Tensei. Um, so I'm imagining Mega Man, but all the bosses are demons. There's Demon Man, Satan Man, Hell Man, Dick Man, like one that's just like a dick with chariot dick, wheels. Dick Man. Well, that's just a straight up Shin Megami Tensei demon already. Okay, yeah, but dick, the, dick, dick, the dick is an X blaster. I like. Okay, I'm back on board. Uh, Hell Man, Heck Man. Uh, did I already say Satan Man? Lucifer Man. Little Nicky. Demon Man. Um. Um. What do you got? Uh, I got one here, and it's from uh, Ben Z. Uh, PBNZ, who says, a game about building PCs in VR, but the PC is made of Play-Doh and your hands are switched. That's what building a PC That's actually feels what, like for yeah. me. Yeah. What I like better is this is like sort of a, a a VR PC building sim where it starts out like one to one the best graphics you've ever seen in a VR game in your life. The most like high fidelity controls. It's so good, and mm-hmm. you have all these different computer parts, and you put a PC together, right? And then you turn it on, and then you play the game again on that PC. So every and then you see how many layers deep you can Holy get because shit. each time, like if you fuck up a little bit once, it is going to be a a cascading failure that will resound through the so maybe like through the entire system. Yeah, so maybe in one like there's a crash and like you have to restart and you lose all the progress. You have to start over on building the PC, but maybe some of it's just like the graphics aren't as good, so you can't see those little chips when you drop them. Right, in. which will screw you up on the next. Which dive will screw down. you up on the next. Like each thing you screw up is going to goof you up. Just computer telephone. Yeah, Mo- modem. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, maybe it's a multiplayer game where you pass it to the left. Right, you pass mm. your rig off to the left and then you. Well, we have both modes. We have a multiplayer mode where you get past someone else's PC, and then we have a single-player mode where it's just like an endurance, like how far down the hole can you get? What's the record? 
Um, and it's hypersensitive to even the, if you don't like touch the inside of your case and ground yourself, that can be oh, a that's, 1% 1% variance. Yeah. yeah. Like I just, I, I want to let people really fuck it up. I was also thinking this is not as good, but what I, my, where my brain first went with this was a, a situation where, uh, you're, you're, uh, taking apart a PC, uh, but the PC you're taking apart is the PC you're playing on. Uh, and every time you take a part out of the virtual PC, it ejects it from your computer in real life. But that, I mean, you take out the graphics card, then there's no more computer game to play. So maybe that's not so good. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's keep rapid firing, but I, I really like the idea of going d- deeper and deeper in a computer, in a computer, in a computer. Yeah, for sure. All right, here's one. Man climbs giant, this is a headline uh, submitted by Sick Kermit on Twitter. Uh, it says, a man climbs giant tree in Seattle, refuses to get down, throws apples at police officers. <laughs> Um, I, but I feel like this game could already probably already exist in another like Watchdogs. Watchdogs Two like probably has this mode. Right? Yeah. Isn't this isn't this basically Donkey Kong? Yeah. If you think about it, about Donkey Kong. And I isn't Mario you... just a glorified yeah. vigilante police officer? I know how you feel about DK. Um, I, I have one here that might actually be the jam. What you got? Some tri- uh, trivial arm. Hold on, guys. sorry. Before before we do that, Griffin, I got to slip in this one that I, I know isn't going to go anywhere. But I, 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 if we're going, if we're if we're ready to lock it down, oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, please. I need you to hear this one from Joke Daddy, which is: <laughs> Have you guys ever tried just not putting a game in the box and seeing if that works? All profit, baby, and then three dollar signs. <laughs> if the box is good enough, what if the game is like a game that you would be too embarrassed? to put in a customer service complaint with like, like what a, if the game is like a horny anime game well no because i think even i don't think that's i don't on the internet that's not even a stigma anymore right. um yeah shit that's the problem that's the problem with my idea like there is no stigma on the internet anymore nothing's it's embarrassing nothing's in 2016 embarrassing well just... nothing nothing's embarrassing enough to not go to bat for a steam refund for because motherfuckers will go for anything it's true. No one's gonna. No, no one's gonna be like, I'm not gonna tweet at X Seed because I didn't like their localization of fucking Akihabara Booby Pirates '69. Like, no one's gonna hold back. No, from no. Criticism and in fact, I will hold a Twitter campaign, um, talk, talking about those changes before the game uh, even even comes out and make it as as visible as is humanly possible. Right. It's that we. It's kind of the opposite of that. So the, I don't think we can do that. I don't think there's a game idea in existence that people wouldn't. People, you could have a perfectly functioning, amazing, awesome game that's two hours, and people will demand a refund. So I don't yeah. think if we put no game in the box, we're not. Gonna... Although if we do put no game in the box and we send it out, and people get really upset, we can just be like, "Don't worry, day one patch is coming." <laughs> right, day well, day 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 two patch is coming, and every day we say that until uh, too late. It's been ninety days; you can't return it. Here's the jam. You ready? Trivial Armageddon sent it in. Uh, thank you, Trivial Triv Armageddon on Twitter. Like Vine. But for sharing WarioWare-esque microgames. Oh, my fucking God. And they're exactly like Vine, right? So they're six seconds. Six seconds. It's a DIY, WarioWare DIY situation. Like, maybe we just use, hey, Nintendo, knock, knock, knock. Hey, what's up? Hey, Reggie, it's me, Griffin. Oh, don't shut the door on me. Boot. Kick the door in. Throw him to the ground. You listen to me, Reggie Fisame. Never again. Have I got an idea for you. You know Pokemon Go? You didn't make that one. You know Mitomo? <laughs> it wasn't great, but it could it could be better. It could be great. Um, just take the WarioWare DIY engine. Take Vine. You could probably buy that for like a hundred bucks at this point. 
Um, and then you just merge the two together. So you make your own games, and each one lasts six seconds. It's so, I mean, like, WarioWare DIY, it, I just want a sequel to, I mean, I think that's what we're describing, right? Is like a sequel to the most underrated Nintendo game of all time, WarioWare DIY. Like, because uh, what WarioWare DIY did, which was cool, was you could go online and play other people's mini games. But what it wasn't was this endless feed of just at any time you turn it on and it's just beaming six second mini games into your fucking f- face. Like, yeah, uh, the the Mario Maker model applied to WarioWare is so good. I it would get a little little nasty, a little nasty. May, well, then we'd have to put on a content filter, wouldn't we, for the kids? I mean, if you want to sit down and spend three years developing a perfect algorithm that can detect detect pixelated you, we, wieners, well, okay, but you're talking about that like that's a bad thing because we're, we're we're I think we will be we'll <clears throat> find a stable income stream from WarioWare DIY um, mobile or whatever the fuck we call it. Um, but what we're really going to make the money on is you know s- selling this Havoc engine style. Um, dick detector dick detector um this this what's the word i'm looking for like a speed tree but for dicks kind of middleware middleware yes thank you not not speed tree for dicks was not the term i was looking for (laughs) um yeah we just sell that to i mean shit hey nintendo how's your meverse situation because you probably employ about 250 people just that are just scrobbling through ding dongs and mm-hmm. vaginas. Scrobbling. Yeah. Like Last FM style. Uh, I, here's the problem with that tech, Griffin, is I'm worried if, if it gets into the wrong hands and someone reverse engineers it, they oh, would have no. an endless penis generator. Oh, no. And then all it takes is some bad Apple plugging that into Meverse or into WarioWare DIY mobile, and it's just going to overflow the servers with nothing but penises. Oh, and that's, that's, I mean, and also like, Here's the situation. I'm five years old. My name is Toby. (laughs) And I draw an apple. And I say, and my daddy looks at it and he says, that's a good apple, Toby. And I say, thank you, Papa. And then he also says, you're a good apple, Toby. And I say, thank you, Papa. Thank you, Papa. Thank you, Papa. (laughs) And then I draw a second apple. And then my dad says, I'd let you, I'm a good apple again, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I say, I learned a new fruit in class today. And I draw a banana. And then all of a sudden, Reggie Fisame kicks in my door and he's like, no. And Or, I, I mean, maybe Reggie Fisame just sort of appears on the screen and like the fun doctor from the Brain Games guy. Oh, Dr. Dr. Uh, Brain Games. Dr. Brain Sort of Star Fox final boss looking guy. A very scary uh, uh, Reggie Fisame, pixelated Reggie Fisame pops onto the screen, Mr. Rossetti style, and is like, no, you just drew a dick. And I'm like, what is, what's that? What's a dick? And then Reggie Fisame, a digital Reggie Fisame yells at me while giving me the birds and the bees talk to explain to me what what I just did. I love Reggie. I think he's great. He's a wonderful showman. He's a good person, a great CEO. He's the last person I want explaining sex to me or my kids. <laughs> Especially because he'll be yelling. He'll be yelling. It is so important. Like, I'm, I'm expecting a child. I am so far away from having to give this talk and I'm already sweating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know you're not supposed to yell at him while you give it. And I, I know you're especially not supposed to be eight feet tall and yelling at them. Um, although maybe he'd be good at it. Maybe he'd be good yeah. at to get telling you about, like, maybe you'd be like, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Reggie, I don't understand. I just put in a couple of fruits. And he's like, well, let me sit you down and explain. 
exactly how fornication works. So I think what Reggie would do is he would he would pull out his Wii U gamepad and he would be like, all right, here's a warp pipe. Yeah. And down next to the warp pipes, you've got a couple of uh, Koopas shells. Now that's not, I don't, and, well, okay, actually. And, and that's a penis. I think Reggie Fils- you're suggesting that Reggie Fisme is some sort of golem. Mm-hmm. Who's just understanding of maybe then damn if he's just some sort of clay golem then I don't think he's actually the right one to give my son Toby the birds and the bees talks just, when he does a me verse post that's too naughty. I I think there's a way like maybe you just can't say the word penis when you work for Nintendo of America like it's just too yeah they're, they're very puritanical. Sure. I think you would have to couch it in some sort of he'd be like now when. Maybe he, you know how in Mario Maker you can make the warp pipe longer, but you grab the yellow icon and you stretch it out, and then he says some, he says something cagey about it, like, you know, when Mario and Peach, spit is the, getting away from us a little bit. They use his poiless. <laughs> I'm grabbing onto the string that this bit is tethered to, and I'm, oh, I'm just trying to pull it back to shore. Get it's back here, gonna, bit. It's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. It's long gone. So our our game again is just WarioWare DIY. Except right. On the I phone. almost forgot what it actually was. Yeah. Um. <laughs> is it, I mean, are we gonna do the Wario? What if Nintendo doesn't want to play ball on this one? I don't think we can put a pixelated sex teacher Reggie Fisame in there. So I think maybe we just call it Mario Man. Yeah. I mean, in the past month, they've issued copyright strikes to a Metroid remake and a fan-made Pokemon game. I feel like if we start depicting their CEO as some sort of sex explainer, yeah. they're... <laughs> what could we I what would we call it if it didn't have the WarioWare license but was essentially WarioWare DIY, which we've talked about that game 20 times now. I don't know yeah. that everybody played it, but it was a WarioWare game where you up for a DS that you got to make your own WarioWare mini games and was... they were really it was it fucking was amazing. So dope. It was really like powerful. They it was is the best explanation of like coding and programming yeah, I've ever seen absolutely. in a game. Absolutely. Like it had a vi- uh, uh, a written if then like tree. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. My my like my 9 and 11 year old brothers at the time uh were were way into it and yeah. they're fucking ki- it was so it was really ahead of its time. It was like the first Mario Maker and if they revisit that idea, especially because there hasn't been a fucking WarioWare game in literally like 9 years. Um, um, this, I mean, but this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. Only it won't be WarioWare because we're going to make it and we're not going to give Nintendo a fucking dime. And okay. we're going to call it... it. Now, the easy answer, Griffin, is NarioWare. <laughs> um, I just got to get that out there. Okay. It's just we have that in our back pocket. If we can't come up with something better. I mean, that's very good. I was thinking something like Little, ga- little Games. Hmm. So, WarioWare Inc.'s original subtitle was Mega Micro Games. Now, do we maybe do Micro Mega Games? Um, yeah, that could be good. Where Wario? Micro Mega Games. What about just Little Guys? Little Guys? Do- We're calling the little the little guys are the games. Game Game Nugs. Oh, that's I love that. It's very on brand for CGI. I mean, Vine Vine is just it's a thing where you can share six second. Like racist jokes, essentially, is what right. is all that Vine is, and but they just called it Vine, and that doesn't fucking mean anything. No, it doesn't. But what I love about Vine is that it's a snappy pop, one syllable name. Pop, the pop, the then, name, the name is shorter like, than the Vine is. It's a Vine. So I think for us, it's got to be like Nugs, 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 Thuds, Thuds. 
Thuds with two Ds. Thuds. Oh, I love it. I'm so glad. So this is the Thuds remake. And so I guess the only question, Griffin, is who are we shipping out the multiplayer to? Is that going to be Digital Extremes? I mean, digital is it going to be extremes, high voltage? Digital Extremes seems like a, like a shell corporation in my mind. And I think maybe like 50,000 people work for Digital Extremes right. at different subsidiary companies across the world. And so like when you say who's developing this game and you say, oh, it's Digital Extremes, it's kind of just like saying somebody else, like anybody else, else but it. us. So Digital Extremes Vancouver is going to be handling the multiplayer for this this time. Well, it, it would just be called Digital Extremes, and it would just kind of be up in the clouds. Somebody's going to make the thing. Like, if you're on the develop, you're involved in the development of Thugs Thuds. If you're involved in the development of Thuds, like you and me are on the dev team, it's just like who's making this one? Digital Extremes. Do you even know what that means? No, I no, I don't. But all I know is that code comes in and assets have- come in. I have a theory that Digital Extremes is just someone using Amazon Mechanical Turk and shipping out individual tasks of, like, make a first-person shooter, add a shotgun, and having different people all over the world just microchip into this development. Yeah. I think they're actually based in Austin. I shouldn't talk shit. They just make so many games. It's it's wild. They do, they do a little bit of everything. All right, so Thuds it is. Thuds. That's a bad name for a game is the only problem is nobody's gonna buy it because of the names being bad okay vine that's what they said about vine and look at vine now they're vine yeah, stars a huge failure huge failure huge it commercial would, loss depends on what you're uh what you're me- how you're measuring that well though, my right? measurement is uh hold on let me turn on the app yep nobody's posted one in three weeks shit vine oops that's not true i posted three the other yeah, day. you've posted three vines in the past three days <laughs> uh vine is a wonderful platform yeah it's fine it's pretty Griffin, good. Griffin, do you think we qualify as, as Vine stars yet? Um, I mean, you've got a couple that made it real big, including the Babbage's Vine. That's probably your biggest one, right? I don't know. It's got to be I your want, biggest one. And then I'm going to check what your biggest one well, is. Well, mine's definitely the roundabout one, where I did a, a goofer about not understanding what the roundabout meme was. Although Peepus Room is like certainly getting up there. It's getting up there. Let's see what Griffin McElroy. You have 19.2 million loops. Hey, all right. I'm doing all right. You're doing very well. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who's this bit for? Uh, just you and me. Just us jacking <laughs> off into a microphone for like an hour and a half. All That's right. kind of what this show is. So Thuds is the game, and it's not a good one. We broke our streak. Damn it. Damn it, Nick. Yeah. It's okay. Well, we, we hit three. We, all we got to do is three good ones in a row, and then we can take a break. Wait, Thud, fuck you. Thuds is the only good game we've ever made. Thuds, the I name almost is don't... just so bad. If we'd thought of a good It has to be Thuds now is the only problem. Hey, Griffin, here's a newsflash for you. The best-selling game system of all time was called the Wii with two eyes. W-I-I. And it sold better than any other video game system ever has. I'm kind Yeah, of, I'm but this sure. is the remake to the Wii, the Wii U. And that one sold 10. Well, that... They fucked up. Um, thank you all for... Oh, you know what's going to help us get this game a better name? Let's just throw it to the guest. What's up? Who we've got, the, who's, who we've got this week, Nick? Um, oh, let me open Skype and see who's online. <laughs> We got a uh, comment. Uh, we started doing Cool Games Inc. Uh, videos on YouTube um, that uh, uh, Clayton at Polygon has been making for us. They're so good. Um, but like the first comment on the first one was like, hey, remember when these guys had guests on every episode? And it's like, oh, yeah, we did have a streak there, didn't we? And now we have a streak mm-hmm. of a different kind, which is to say not guests. You know what? How about that? If people have ideas for guests that they'd like to like us to have on the show, uh, tweet them at Cool Games Inc. We're twitter.com slash Cool Games Inc. Um, if you've got some ideas of people you think would be uh, a good fit on the show, uh we're we're open to that so 
Um, yeah, let's uh, let's call it though. Thuds is a good one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, think- how, how man? It, I, this is the only game I think we've ever done that has a, a more than five percent likelihood of Nintendo actually announcing someday. It's going to be fucking tight if that happens. I I need a free copy if that if that happens. Wait, that's a bad demand. Why do I want a free copy? I want like the profits. We yeah, get all some- I want is this four dollar game for free. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, definitely they're they're on the way. I mean, where is this second wave of? Of mobile games. They said 2016, right? So they've got like 90 days. Have, yeah, to- well, a little bit more than that, but gotta get that. Where's that Animal Crossing? Where's that Fire Emblem? What's going on, guys? Everything cool over there? Reggie? Reggie, you a little busy giving sex talks? <laughs> Seemingly. Because he's got to, he better hurry up. He's got to ship Fire Emblem and AC, right? I know. Get on it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to Cool Games Inc. Uh, like I mentioned, we do have uh, videos on the Polygon YouTube channel. You can find yeah, them at YouTube.com. Our, our current Polygon. plan is actually, people people really like that first one. Our current plan is actually to do one of those every Monday. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, we've already got another one that's pretty much done now. Uh, if you've got bits for that that you think would be good, uh, you can leave them in the comments of those videos on YouTube. And if you like those videos, I think they're a, a pretty good way to share the podcast with people who haven't seen it. Yeah, so if sure. you want to share those videos with a friend or put it on Twitter or something or Facebook, like that's a good way to, to get that in front of people who yeah. maybe haven't heard of the show. And, um, and we appreciate that a lot. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fine. <laughs>